Rise and shine, my sinners. When Father Evil starts his day, he gets a little deadly. Deadly Grounds Coffee has the richest, smoothest flavor you'll find anywhere. It's sinfully delicious. Once you go deadly, you never go back. Order yours at getdeadly.com. Coffee's so good, it's scary. Do you have a hankering for horror knowledge? We have such sights to show you. Do you require raging retro reviews? Do you desire discussions with devastatingly dashing dorks? The Dorkening Podcast Network has nearly 30 shows to satisfy all of your nerdy, geeky, and dorky needs. From horror reviews and celebrity interviews. Hi, I'm Adam Green, the director of the Hatchet films and the star of Allison. Hi, this is Dominic Pace, who played the bounty hunter Gecko from The Mandalorian. Hi, I'm Mike Price. I'm a writer on The Simpsons. I co-created F is for Family. Hi, guys. This is Dee Wallace from E.T. and Cujo. Hi, my name is Kurando Mitsutake, director of Gun Woman and Karate Kill. Hi, this is Samantha Newark, the voice of Jem and Jerrica from the original Jem and the Holograms cartoon series. As well as nostalgic trips into the past, pop culture, the latest in entertainment news, and so much more. Featuring a variety of shows and hosts that will simultaneously enrage, enlighten, and entertain you. Check out the Dorkening Podcast Network. My mom says I'm cool. Available on iTunes, Spotify, thedorkening.com, and wherever fine podcasts can be found. Welcome, everybody. James, do you know what time it is? Um, mail time? No, man. It's go time, brother. Welcome, everyone, to a special Tuesday edition of It's Go Time podcast, episode 10. You, saw, you see that? On Apple, it said 9. I was wrong yesterday. It is actually 10. And well, actually, speaking I think of this is dropping on Thursday, not Tuesday. Oh, I'm not doing. We're not dropping. We gotta let, we gotta let the episodes breathe. We gotta let them. All right. Let people listen to them. All right. We're, well, ye- we yesterday's sh- yeah yesterday's show we had a very special guest, Bob Anderson, Bob After Dark. It was a very, a truly great experience and a must listen. All right. If you haven't heard it yet, go back, re-listen to that episode. It had great local lore and ghostly stories. I do want to correct myself though, James. I was wrong. I said in the episode that it was the Chop House. It was actually the Chart House. One of my friends, Kevin, shout out, called me out on it. And I'm sure all my Simsbury friends were like, what the hell, man? It was the Chart House, not the Chop House. And now it's called Abigail's Grill and Wine Bar. So let's let's set the record straight there. But anyway. Do, 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 do you think we can get them to sponsor us? <laughs> Who knows? I, I I had them hashtagged, so they're on. They're you know they might get some uh, 
you know, some uh, some traffic their way. Who knows? But uh, anyway, today's show, we're going to focus our talk around the wide world of sports. The NBA Finals ended a couple weeks ago, or a couple days ago, whatever, two weeks ago. The World Series matchup just got solidified, right? We got the L.A. Dodgers, the Tampa Bay Rays. Uh, they're not starting what? Tomorrow? The 20th? Uh, it, it, the, the first pitch was on Tuesday. All right. So the first pitch is on Tuesday. And then we're also going to talk a little NFL, I guess, kind of see what's happened in week six. I think you sent me a little uh, text uh, over the week about Madden predictions. We'll talk about that. And as we always do, our favorite segment, uh, we're going to have a couple dads being dudes. James, where do you want to take this show? So, um, again, you know, for those people who are who are uh, listening, uh, you know, like Jay said, definitely go back, listen to uh, the episode with Bob from Bob After Dark. Really good. Um but like also, you know, met, you know, if you have any ghost stories yourself, you know, Halloween is right around the corner. Um, we are in Spookytober, and that's coming. That's coming to a rapid close. Um, as we are almost, when this comes out, it'll be almost a week, ten days or so. Yeah. Uh, till the the night of festivities. So, um, you know, and we'll have a whole episode coming up uh, next Monday regarding just a conversation about. Yeah, that. all all so, all Halloween talk, right? All Halloween talk. So this week, like I said, let's start with something that's over and done. And I have to say was a rousing success was the NBA finals in Walt Disney World in the bubble where they had zero tests over a three month period. Um, And, you know, it's a shocker uh, that, you know, who knew Lakers won? (laughs) Um, You're talking about ghostly stories. Uh, The the ghost of of Kobe Bryant really... uh, Helped uh, the L.A. Lakers, right? Are we talking about the Sixth Man, that wonderful basketball movie? Oh yeah, it was a classic. I love that movie. I think I cried in that movie. I was a young kid. Oh my goodness, I'm not surprised you did. Oh, I I I'm would, man. He was. They were brothers, man. They they one died, and it was it was it, was, it got it got to me. Helped man. the team win a championship. Yeah, but I digress. Um, <laughs> I digress. Let's yeah. talk about. Uh, Jabroni Lames and uh, his uh, uh, and his cohorts. So for me, again, like I think on the shows earlier, you know, we knew, we knew this was going to happen. I think, you know, I think all the money was on, you know, the Lakers to win it. I don't think anybody in Vegas came away with any money unless you had some sort of random championship trifecta or something like that. Um you know, I just, I just, for me, it wasn't a shocker. It wasn't anything great. You know, you know, as a Celtics fan, I could care less that the Lakers tied the Celtics for banners. Um, you know, I, you know, you hear some of the the boohoo Celtics fans out there saying like, "Well, five of the Lakers take the banners I'm, when they I'm, were in I'm, Minneapolis." Hey, hey, hey! I'm one of those guys because I, I am a diehard <laughs> Celtics fan, and I think it is bullshit. I didn't say diehard. <laughs> I didn't say it was diehard. I said a boohoo Celtics fan, um, a green teamer. Um, as oh God! Oh man. Uh, but for, but again, I'm you know, and I understand people get their concerns about it. They, uh, the Lakers didn't uh, acknowledge the Minneapolis banners until like the late '90s when they started their their, their three peat run with Kobe and Shaq. Um, but for me, it's very much one of those things in which, uh, if you're on, if you're not gonna use the Minnesota Lakers uh, banners, then you can honor the Celtics banners from the '50s and '60s when it was an eight-team league. Uh, you you just can't. Like I said, for me, it's always going to be recent memory with the Lakers. Um, 
I'm not in in for me. You sound like Maz right now. Much. You sound like Maz. I sound like Maz. Yeah, right now you're, you're just like you're, you're cutting the legs underneath the '50s and '60s championship, but uh, just because Who'd they beat, they beat like the Syracuse Nationals. Like, <laughs> what's what's the uh, Globetrotters' <laughs> opponent that they play all the time? Yeah, the Washington Generals or something. The like Washington that. Generals. Uh, they were very good at the time. I, I you know. And, and so, like I said, I mean, and, and that's my logic. Like I said, you, you know, I, I'm never the Celtics. I can say, like, I'm not one of those people. Like, you're gonna tear down all the banners, but you can't make fun of the Minneapolis Lakers being champions when you were in that same era and you cleaned house. So, you know, for me, and I, in, in, in this is the one stat that I thought was look at the look at the Lakers and Celtics from like the '70s and on. The Lakers have been a much dominant team since. Oh yeah. Yep. You know, more finals appearance, more playoff appearances. Um, and for I always I always made the joke uh, recently about the Celtics banners is you're very front heavy on championships. What have you really done since that run? Not a lot. You won what two championships in the seventies, three championships in the eighties, and two in the eighties. Yeah, it was no. it was two, three, and one. Yep. So realistically, you've won six championships since the nineteen seventies. So that means 11 of your championships were prior, pre to the 1970s, before there was like the three point line and additional rules in basketball that makes the game more like it is today. Uh, in the Lakers, that's where they won the majority of their championships. Uh, I mean, you can say the same thing about Yankees fans and the Yankees championships, and look at any, like, same thing with the Canadians. All their Stanley Cups were won when there was six teams in the league. <laughs> like, it's just the way these old championships are. Um, but you know, I yeah, but who, agree with. But like you said, you go back that far in time, like like you said, who cares? Like if you just look at the snapshot of our lifetime, yeah, that's there's a reason why I hate the Lakers. It has nothing, you know, not just because I'm a Celtics fan. It's just yeah, they've this is what they do. You know, they're in L.A. They get the players, the free agencies, they get the coaching. You know, they they, they they've Would been very be blessed. Angeles or Boston, what was that? Would you be rather be in Los Angeles or Boston? True, uh, L.A. So, 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 so if everything was equal and the Lakers in Boston offered you the same exact contracts, would you rather be in Los Angeles or would you rather be in Boston? Man. I think it would still be Los Angeles. <laughs> it's, it's, it's right. That I mean, it, I'm proving the point. That, that is it's, why it's, the Celtics will never be – the Celtics are a relevant franchise because of the historic nature of the Celtics, who the Celtics are. And they're one of the quintessential NBA franchises of all time. Yeah, it all starts at management no level. Ownership, management, they have that's where it really starts with the Celtics, that they have very strong that's how they draft, they scout, that's how they built their teams. Stop, 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 stop. Can you tell me in the Boston media sports market how a general manager wins one championship in almost twenty years and isn't fired? Who, Danny? Is that because yeah. he's legacy, Tom right? Wasn't he a Cel- he was a Celtic, right? In, in oh, the eighties, they, they the Celtics love him. But here's the thing, like I said, you and again, and in in this is where you know it, it doesn't help that we the city of Boston has won so many championships in the last twenty years. It doesn't help the ca- cause. But look, the Bruins won one Stanley Cup. They've gone to three in the, the, just in the past decade. They've already gone through two general managers. One of the general managers won a championship. 
Then you look at the Red Sox. How many general managers have the Red Sox gone through <laughs> since yeah. they won? Uh, yeah, they. Well, yeah, then, then you have the, and then you have the Patriots, which the GM in the Patri- in the football isn't really a thing. It's literally the coach and the owner make those determinations, unless sure. you're Al Davis or Jerry Jones. So, like for me, is like, what does Danny Age have that literally keeps him employed with the Celtics? Because after the the Garnett Pierce deal that got us all those Brooklyn picks, and you didn't, you know, realistically, again, it's too early to tell. But as they didn't make the playoffs, or they were kind of like in that rebuilding bridge season, they didn't win any championships. They didn't even get back to the championship. You can tell me they went to the Eastern Conference Finals all you want, or they were the underdog team and the bridgy Celtics and heart, grit, and balls on the court and stuff like that. But when you look at the Raptors, and that's what they pride themselves on are those world championship banners because they don't have conference banners. They don't have divisional banners. They don't have playoff appearances. It's the green and white world championship banners. You only bring one, and you've been there for how long? How does he still have a job? I'm sorry. How does he still have a job? He should have been fired a long time ago because you have, what, four first-round draft picks this year? What is he doing with these draft picks that you can't get rid of? (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I guess going into next season too, uh, what are they going to do? How are they going to do it? And, and and I think what's going to really prove a point too, and we kind of we, we alluded to it in the earlier conversation, is when Tatum's contract does come up, it's going to be very interesting. It, you know, that's where if Danny Age is still there, where it's rubber meets the road. Like if we can't keep a talent like that here, that's a problem. Like getting Kyrie in, that was bad, right? That that didn't work out for anybody, uh, not even for himself. Um, and then all the other moves, like he, I think the trade that when they got rid of the old guard and sent him to New York or New Jersey or, or Brooklyn, and uh, I thought that was epic. That was you know he he does make great deals and he's very revered for that. Uh, but like you said, if you're counting his championships as right being that's the mark that you want to make. Yeah, he's, he's kind of missing that. But I, I, I'm not looking at Rob Polinka as being, like, the savior in L.A. That has nothing to do with the GM. That was LeBron owning it and going there and bringing his and bringing his pals. That's how L.A. Oh, but, won, but, but, not but, but, Polinka. Oh, and, and I'm, not saying, I'm not saying that Polinka was the mastermind. Same thing was, so wasn't the Cleveland Cavaliers. Uh, I'm saying, well, Pat Riley probably a little bit more to do with the Miami, you know, group of people and stuff like that pretty easily. But for me, it's more of the for the Celtics is that I don't think they have an identity. They don't know who they want to be. No, you can and see it on the court. Hear, I still don't know. It's like, are they a finesse team? Are they a quick team? Are they a three point team? Brad I mean, Stevens is a very docile, yeah, docile coach. He's not fiery. And I was like, that's so you're following him. And then you got Danny Ainge. Who is and one as a player dirty, uh, vicious, and he's doing that as a GM as well with trades and really, you know, he's he, he, for lack of a better term, he hasn't he, done a trade. Like he he had all this capital, like he had all this capital, and you wanted Anthony Davis, and you were like him and Han about getting Anthony Davis. Then he goes. That's to a Lakers, Boston but... problem, not a, uh, a a a Danny Age problem. No. AD did not have a no trade clause to go to Boston. They didn't want to give up either Brown or Tatum. Like, if they wanted Brown and Smart for Anthony Davis in my first round draft pick, bye guys, thank you so much, have fun in New Orleans. Like, because don't forget that was Danny's golden goose. 
that's that's what he wanted. He wanted Anthony Davis. He'd been talking about him for five years. That our, our goal is to get Anthony Davis. We want Anthony Davis. That's the person. Every year in the in the the trade move, the trade rumors were Anthony Davis is on Boston shortlist. That's who they want to go. Like, yeah, but he didn't so, have no trade clause. Like you could. But we would have rented him for a year or two. Would have been just in the same situation as Toronto taking on Kawhi, and then that. I would have took a championship. Again, the city that's built on championships. Yeah, but then you get rid of Brown. I mean, I, I know I'm partial to Brown. Brown's one of my first round draft picks. Right, but then you so you just dump the team for a guy you're renting for a year. You you, you, know, you just you, you just fleeced. I mean, look look what L.A. Clippers did. They are fleeced right now. They have no future. They lost already with bringing Paul George and Kawhi in. Now they're they have no draft picks for the next seven years. The Thunder is going to be like one of the top Western Conference teams in the future because of that trade. It's the Thunder. Whatever they have assets out their ass, and no, no, Celtics had assets out their ass, and they didn't jack crap with them. Well, and because they can't draft for shit after the t- you know, I, I I still think Tatum was a a steal of the century at three. And that that was a hell of a deal. Like they just backed Sixers into a corner, traded it, got but who also, they wanted. But but it feels like Danny doesn't want to lose a trade. Danny, you have to lose a trade every once in a while. Like that's my issue with now. Is I, I'm just saying, like I would have given up first round draft pick, Jalen Brown, and somebody else to get Kawhi Leonard for a year, and see what happened. And then you have a year to convince him to resign with you. Like it just it just feels like it just. They, they were, they just put their toes in the water, being like, "Oh, with the Celtics, we're just going to be good regardless." The East is getting harder. The ro- this, if this was the year they wanted to get their yeah, their, no, another banner. That's true. This is you, the year because you're not going to get better because you're 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 tight against the cap. You know, Gordon Haywood's going to re- is not going to opt out of his contract. He's getting thirty two million, so he's going to renew his player options. Like you're stuck with Gordon Haywood. Who is a shell of him former self after that ankle injury? His wife hates it in Boston, so that probably doesn't help at all. <laughs> no. um, you know, and then you know you you have the issue with Smart Tatum and Brown, and I'm not a fan that Jason Tatum's buddy buddy with Kyrie, like that's going to be an issue because Kyrie was a cancer in that locker room, and I I think him getting that bad, I'd rather want him. You know, again, Kobe, he he spent a lot of time with Kobe before. Kobe passed away, but like that, I'd rather want that connection better than the the, the Irving connection. Yeah, the Celtics' but, fu- future is really getting uh, put on the shoulders of Tatum, and uh, is he going to be the next Pierce? I just don't see it. I want to see it. I just don't see it. I see that guy is going once LeBron. Like again, he's Tatum's twenty two, so I think he's what still got two more years, and then they can extend him, and they will because yeah, and he'll take it because. Free agent. But he'll take the extension. Be there for seven years, so now that takes him to I don't know twenty six. Still way into his prime. He, I just don't think he's going to stick around to pass that. He's probably going to stay as long as Brown's contract is there, and that's it. And once Brown just signed a four year extension, right? So locks him in for seven. That's what all these players are doing now. They stay for seven, and then they leave, and then they're still like twenty six, twenty seven years old, and then they're still in the prime of the years, and then they make super max deals because he is a super max yeah, already. It just there's nothing in like I said you had four first round draft picks from that that Nets deal, and literally like you had Sacramento's first round draft pick last year, 
And of course, Sacramento has a great year. <laughs> then you have Memphis. Same and thing. Then Memphis did the crap. same. Yeah, I think that's 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 the league saying, "Fuck you, Danny Ainge." <laughs> like, and like for me, it's like you know, and and if, if you, but you know, if he was on any other team, he would have been fired. He would have been on any other team, he would have been fired. And I, for me, I think that if they underperform again this year coming up, and again, it's going to be a weird season because I think it's, they're saying they want to start Christmas Day, right? They want to be the first game of the season, I think. Yeah. <clears throat> Not going to happen. Yeah. I know NHL is January 1st. They're, they're looking at January 1st as the opening day for the NHL. Um, but I think, know. yeah, what I mean, what I've heard, right, uh, through media, right, is, 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 is March is a lot more um, – apt to happen happening for NBA because the owners want fans. They're going to implode. They, the, there's the salaries are too big. It's going to implode if they, if they don't get fans in the, in the uh, stadium. So they have to wait. So Christmas ain't happening, especially with the trajectory of where this COVID's going. That's a whole nother so topic. For me, it's, you know, I, I think if Danny underperforms, you know, I think you have to think of a leadership change. And they will. They, it's all like you just said. It's all set up in the East where he, that that team will underperform, and it's just by attrition because teams are getting better. I mean, Doc Rivers is going to is now a competent coach going to, to Sixers. You got Brooklyn getting healthy. You got the Heat. Nothing's changed. They got experience. I mean, what are we now? The fourth, fifth seed. Milwaukee is still Milwaukee, but I think Milwaukee is beatable though because they don't have it. Yeah, Milwaukee still for... okay. So that drops us to the six. You still got Toronto. That's still a, a decent, yeah. a good team with a good coach. So like, I, I'm not so hung up on Danny Ainge. I I'm I love Brad Stevens, but I'm like, I need some fire. I, I you know like because even with Doc Rivers, at least he commanded a room. I just don't think. Uh, well, that's what happens when you win a championship, though. Yeah. Yeah, for and sure. And a lot of these players don't respond to people who don't win championships. I love how NCAA our talk about or, I love how our talk that was going to go with the Lakers and give them a little praise, and we just went right to this. <laughs> like, yes. we are. We don't even we give you. We don't. We don't teams. even give you the time of day, Lakers. Sorry, <laughs> we tried yeah, and we, like we couldn't. Said, we couldn't do it. Well, their championship was preordained, and I said that two months ago. Uh, but anyway, like I said, it's the off season. You know, I'm, I think AD is going to you know resign with Lakers, and he's going to get a max deal, and that's that. Lakers are going to win the next three out of the five championships. Yeah, I know. I'm not looking forward to it. The only the only saving grace that we have is that Golden State will come back, give them a little competition, and uh, and maybe the Lakers will come back a little bit, and or the Clip, Clipper, Clippers, the Clippers will give them give them a run for their money again, a little bit more than and 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 hopefully, I mean, yes, bubble was a success, but. Like we mentioned before in the pods, we need not that LA and the Clippers are super home court advantages or anything, but oh, no, I, you, I want that element back. Cl- you go to a Clippers game. You go to a Clippers game. There's more LA. There are like, more Lakers fans. So, oh yeah, it doesn't matter. All right, let's uh, let's shoot to the next thing, right, James? Where where are we going oh, here? Yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah, I was uh, like, that, that was a lot of talk uh, about the NBA's being over, but uh, I, I loved it. Thank you. It was it was fiery. Um, well, we can, well, let's shoot over to the major league baseball playoffs where the world series started on Tuesday. Um, game one, uh, is going to be raised at Dodgers. You have the AL number one, uh, record, the number one seed versus the NL number one seed. Yeah. Great. Dodgers in the world series three out of the last four years raised. This is the second time in their history of being in the world series. Uh, the Rays had the best record in baseball. Um, shortened season, but still best record in baseball. Um, both games series surprisingly went seven games. 
Um, yeah, which was which was LCS. which was pretty exciting. Which was you know that's that's good baseball. That's what you want, right? You want a lot of competition. So hopefully, well, I, hopefully I, I we get that again. It. Well, I just liked it too because when because the Rays were up three nothing and Houston forced a game seven, and it was like, well, they become with the Rays become the Yankees or join the Yankees, and then nope, the Rays took care of their business and won. And then it was like, nope, the Yankees are the only ones who can pull a three. Yeah, I thought that was kind of interesting. You know, Astros we gave them a lot of shit because they cheated, uh, and they were they came out and and they they had one of the worst records right to get into. Uh, the wild card. They would have made the playoffs. Right. Yep. If, right. And and there was a, the a playing playoffs. game. They got in. They snuck in there. They they played their hearts out. And because because guess what? You can't take away the pedigree. These are still good athletes. Yeah, maybe they got some hints here and there to actually win or whatever. But they're still professional athletes. Very good baseball players and a team that has seen this success before. So they made it a series and that was pretty cool. I, mean, I, I thought I was, I, you know, I'm not a huge Astro fan. I was kind of rooting for them to fail, but damn it. They made it to the uh, ALCS and made it to game seven. So, you know, yeah, I'm not going to say really hats off, but you know, the right team won. Oh yeah. No, hundred percent. And you know, then you have the Dodgers who are down three games to one to the Braves, man, Atlanta sports cannot get out of its <laughs> own way. Can't catch a break. No, that's unfortunate. Cannot catch a break. Um, and that was a great series too. You you know it just shows Atlanta is just getting get better and better and better, and they're going to be there. But again, the Dodgers were too powerful. Yeah. And then you have then you have, excuse me then you have Mookie Betts who just other than two fantastic catches, you know subpar can't hit the ball. Yeah. You know, but and that's what everybody was saying about Mookie Betts in Boston, even when there was the World Series yeah. twenty eighteen. He only had a he had one home run in the postseason, and it was game six of the game five of the World Series. Yeah. So like. Okay, and this is what, and that's when the game was, you know, out of reach. So, yeah, but you know, I, I... but what I find pretty cool about this, I guess, right? They're they're playing at a neutral site. It's kind of bubbleish, right? They're going to the new stadium in in Arlington, Arlington, right? The so, new Globe Life. Yeah, so that's pretty cool, and and I guess they're going to start bringing a couple fans in to kind of create an element there. So the NL the NLCS had fans in it, and the roof was open, and they said yep. the roof will be open every game if possible. Because that's they that's the only way they want to get fans in. Is that's cool the though. Roof is open. Good. No, it's um, you know good for baseball. And, you know that's they they got to do something. Yeah, I mean, I I I think it's going to be a good series. You know, I, I I would love the Rays to pull it out. I mean, I, I think it's going at least six games regardless. Uh, but I just think the Dodgers are going to, you know, their their offense is just too like stacked. But again, it, the pitching and and it's kind of destiny, right? I mean, you got. Uh, this team has 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 been there. What you said, three of the last four seasons, right? You know, they're they're going back Dodgers, there. This is the third third of the four year because they went back to back, and then last year they got beat by the Nationals. Yeah, so it's kind of like one of those things where it's like you know, finally this this crew is going to get there, and you know, for us as as Mookie Betts fans, I you know, right? I'm speaking for us, right? Uh, that I hope that he goes over there and 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 he's he was the he was the reason why right and that'd be that'd be really cool really cool story at least I just for us on the east coast. Get another ring. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, take take what you can get, I guess. But uh, um, but like I said, I mean, th- realistically, this could be the last baseball we have for a while because, like I said, they're talking. You know, there's there, there's the high probability of a strike come spring training. Um, so we'll see what happens because the CBA expires spring of 2021. And if this previous uh, COVID-related um, 
uh, deal mongering that happened just to get 60 games occurred, then, you know, the CBA agreement is going to be very interesting. And I would not be surprised if there's a work, work stoppage. So, oh, wow. do you think and this is this is a question I know you're not really huge in baseball, um, but do you think the issues that arose out of this is going to be a detriment to the sport moving forward? The inability to make a deal to get on the field and it boiled down to money and stuff like that. Yeah, no, I, and the I, games I think are unwatchable to begin with. Just ask my family. <laughs> yeah, I, I think, uh, I think, <laughs> no, I think, I think you're, I think we, we hit it, uh, before the season even started. I knew there was, you, you talked about it in that pod, uh, or definitely in a future or, you know, an old pod for sure that, uh, this could be a detriment. There could be an issue. Everyone's kind of foreseeing it. They're kind of speaking under the breath now because it's the world series. But uh, you know, like I, we just mentioned earlier about basketball, like there's a lot that we is still the unknown. Like the fact that basketball got through a season, a shortened season, and same with hockey, and they were really successful with it, is great. Now, come next January, going forward, where is that going to leave everything? And baseball, like you said, they're they're still in a flux, like a power struggle, a money struggle. So that doesn't help, and the players can easily just say. Adios. So here's an interesting fact. This is where I'll end my Major League Baseball talk is. So whoever, whatever Major League Baseball team wins, that city will have two major sports championships this year. Whoa. Bold prediction. Well, actually, no, because no, hockey. No, I'm the sorry. Lakers, I, the Lakers won. Yeah, Tampa. It's like Tampa Bay is having a resurgence. I think I heard it somewhere. It's like they're the new Boston, <laughs> the South Boston. Well, they have uh, and Boston the reason players, the, the football teams is is on the up and up. Uh, you got Gronk there. You got Brady there. Uh, hockey team wins. Um, basketball was Miami, but neither here nor there. And then you got their their baseball team in. So it's kind of like whoa, like pretty crazy. L.A. same thing. Basketball team, baseball team. And who knows about the football team? You know, like, you know, I, I don't I don't think the Chargers are making there anytime soon. But, uh, you know, but yeah, no, it's it's good story there. Tampa Bay. I mean, like you said, two championships, possibly. Who knows? Maybe three. You never know. One team only did it. One city only has it. Detroit has it from like the 1930s. <laughs> Detroit won oh the Stanley Cup, a World Series and a, uh, a NFL championship, I think. Oh man, that, that, that's what the Lions can hold their hat on. That that one from the thirties. Uh, yeah. <laughs> wow, basically, nice. So with that tra- with that transition, uh, we'll go. We'll shoot in the ba- NFL. We're at week six. Yeah. Um Seasons go other than the COVID issues in which Tennessee oh, and can't get out of their own ways. Um, we're not gonna talk about standings and all that stuff this episode. Uh, are you enjoying the product? Are you enjoying what we're seeing out there? So, I mean, some of the games have been phenomenal. Uh, to be honest with you, um, I think I watched maybe two series of the Pats game, which that, that's just not like me. Um, I kind of wa- I came in, I was doing some yard work, came in, had some lunch, put the game on, and I watched about two series, three series, and I'm like, this something's not right. <laughs> I was like, this just d- is doesn't this, is feel this right. The NFL works. Yeah, I was like, this just doesn't feel right, right? So, but yeah, once you get other games involved, uh, and I don't know why this is, but man, I'm I'm seeing a lot of Tampa Bay games, which is which is fine. They're they're a fun team, but I get to see Tom Brady in my face, and it's just like, 
Oh, he's doing very well down there. Then, well, from time to time. But uh, Gronk touchdown on Sunday. Yeah, I was just like, ah, this is what twilight zone am I in right now? Uh, but overall, the football is, is is pretty good. But it's it's so I'm we we do fantasy right. So it's like I live in that world where it's like, how is COVID going to affect that? And it's like that's just how I feel about the NFL right now. It's just like I don't even care until Sunday to see who is actually playing. And that's just how I feel. Like I don't follow it all week long just because it's like, dude, anything can change. The wind can blow, and that team's got COVID and they're not playing. So it's like, and they can't stay out of. The, well, I mean, it's a big squad, big lot of players, lot of lot of people in the facility. It's just it's not like baseball. It's not like basketball. It's not like hockey. They're all a third of the size half the size and it's just it's hard to control i don't, I don't know it's, it's just one of those things i wake up on sunday i'm like oh, i guess who's playing like who's out you know it's just just like fantasy i guess it's unfortunate yeah most likely but uh um, speaking of fantasy how, how how's your team doing uh i think i'll be four and two holy shit yeah i've been lucky i've kind of had some random help um I've, I've i've picked up some random players off the waiver wire that kind of helped me out randomly uh i picked up this jacks of a wide receiver that who keeps who keeps scoring above his his can you can you say can you say his name i i, I think i know who you're talking Cole. about oh okay i thought it was the other guy <laughs> he's shivat or shivay or i don't know <laughs> There's there's some Jacksonville no. receiver that I could not pronounce his. It's just a bunch of letters. I'm like, oh man, I don't I don't know this guy's name. Um, I mean, I got you know I picked up Mike Williams randomly last week and he had a touchdown and 100 yards. Like, just I've had really good pickups. So, you know, I'll be four and two. Uh, you know, I had you know Tyreek did nothing for me, but I got you know I had Stephon Diggs get me a touchdown and you know I had Jones the running back from Tampa Bay actually show up this week and you know, gave, gave me a game. So it's just like, you know, I think I've, I think I, uh, very much overproduced on my team. And I think that's basically where I am right now. So nice. We'll see. Well, good, good for you. Good for you. I mean, I'm in three leagues. Well, one, I don't really care. The vampire leagues, no one really follows it undefeated in that league, but that, that doesn't really mean anything. Um, in my other league, my, my big league, uh, five and oh, but I'm definitely losing this week, so that kind of sucks. Uh, and I don't think I've ever started five and zero. Oh, and I'll tell if any of my league members are listening. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck's going on with my team, but I guess I'm just. It's just this is the part. Like that's why I call it luck. It's just like, dude, I guess the right team is playing at the right time. It's like you think I like actually draft this way? Fuck no. You know, like it's 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 all luck to me right now. So I'll I'll, I'll keep riding the wave. Um, but uh, and then there's another league. I'm just getting my ass kicked. I got the number one draft pick yeah. McCaffrey, and he got hurt. So I'm just bummed out until he comes back. So it is, you know, and and that's just how I think my league's going. A lot of people people are getting hurt, and I'm winning those games because their best player is out. Like I'm not taking any credit. Nobody should. <laughs> like you said, you're like I don't know what the fuck I'm doing, but I'm four and two right now, and whatever so yeah the wheel the wheels will come off soon enough like I said, <laughs> yeah I mean, i'm i'm waiting I have, I have, I, i've already i've already calculated in my head i was like i just need two more wins and i make the playoffs so it's just like where i look down the schedule i'm like uh maybe uh you know there's still a lot to play so all i need is two and i, I i'm usually in at that point seven and six that, that gets you into the into the playoffs 
So, so that's how I look at it. Some of the foreshadowing. So for some of the foreshadowing I sent you, uh, I texted you over a photo uh, that I will upload on uh, the day when the episode goes out of the Madden 10-year predi- predictions. Um, I'm not going to go through every single year. I just think that's a waste of time. But any surprises on there that you saw that you were like, oh, okay. So Madden did a sim from t- this year all the way out to you know, 2030 for Super Bowl 64. Um so, like, did you see anything on there that was surprising? Anything that, you know, was confusing or, like, you know, anything, you know? Yeah, so, uh, so what are we going Super Bowl? I'm not even going to talk about Super Bowl 57, Mike. What what are we at this year? What is it, 55 this year? It's 55 is Super Bowl. So, so like I said, you, you don't need, we're not going to go through every, right. every one. So, but like, right, but so in two seasons, you're telling me Baker Mayfield's going to be the MVP. That that's what Madden's telling me, and that that's the one that's just like no, no, you know, like over Mahomes and Lamar and Josh Allen the way he's playing, and I mean you got Tannenhill in there too, like twice. I'm like no, what the, what the, what world are we living in where these guys are getting MVPs over the names I just said? Absolutely not. Well, yeah, like so so some like you have ten so the next ten years Madden saying that Tannehill's gonna win the MVP twice. Josh Allen's going to win it back to back. Patrick Mahomes is going to win it two more times, and Lamar Jackson's going to win it two more times. Um, okay, sure, whatever you think. But for me, what is interesting is the Super Bowl winners. Yeah. So they have in the next ten years, the Cleveland Browns winning <laughs> a dynasty. They're going to become a dynasty. Four years. They're going to be a dynasty. They're going to make it next year and lose. But then they're gonna spit off another three wins. No. <laughs> well, that's why I said Baker Mayfield's gonna be an MVP on a season they don't even make it to the Super Bowl. I, like, what the hell is going on here? Like, I just don't understand. No <laughs> this MVP has won a Super Bowl in like a ridiculous amount of yeah. years. Well, that's true, but it's it's so it's like he has a good season, gets it to the Super Bowl, loses, and next year he just crushes but doesn't make it back. But then two years later, he's winning three out of four. I just watched. Who I just knows, watched but, yesterday. But Mayfield might not be. Mayfield <laughs> might not be in the play, the team. My my bold prediction: he might not even be in the league in three years, <laughs> or he'll be a backup very, somewhere. It, well, it's very interesting because you have the Patriots winning two more in the next three years. <laughs> not after what I saw and yesterday. You, oh yeah, no, definitely not. <laughs> no. But you have you have a random Washington game in there, random Washington championship, but then like you have. Kansas City winning, not winning for another 10 years. And then you have Tampa Bay years after Brady winning a Super Bowl. Like, even in the next couple of years that they have Brady, they're not even in the game. I just think it's very interesting because it is Madden and everybody like jokes about Madden and how ridiculous it can be. Uh, this yeah, I think this is I think this is all they're trying to do right here is be like, let's let's see how uh, how much talk this could get. Madden this, I mean, Madden I mean, that. Bears, the Bears are the Bears are going to be in the championship three years in that time period and lose every single one of them. So. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Green Bay is going to be a couple losers. Buffalo is going to make it. Washington, like you said, Washington makes it somehow in five years <laughs> or whatever it is. Like who's? <laughs> it's going to be crazy. Uh, crazy. No, it was, it's it it's yeah, it's comedic at the same time as. Uh, 
you know, it, what lo- Illuminati shit is this? Like, what if, what if this actually happens? What world are we living in? Who knows? So with that, Jay, what are we talking about for a couple dudes being dads? Oh, man, you put the topic on me. I'm not really sure. I'm trying to think think here uh, some fun activities or fun things that kind of happen around the house or, you know, what we do. Oh, you know, I will talk about this because we did talk about it and allude to it uh, in one of our uh, the podcasts we had um, your friend on, Nick. We were talking fantasy football. And I think I was alluding to it, too, is that, you know, we got the fall. It's October. Leaves are falling. You know, it, the days are getting shorter. Um, my Sundays, like, I don't know about you, uh, but my Sundays have become the day of like craziness, just trying to figure out a plan. I feel like we're always leaving everything on Sunday and then just Sunday gets super over overwhelming. And I, I, I don't know how to get out of that rut where it's just like you wake up after a Saturday. Oh, got to go grocery shopping, you know, and now with the whole COVID kids got to stay home, parent got to stay home. You're doing everything kind of separate. You don't really come together. And then, you know, Jackie's up, you know, cooking, trying to get the meal ready. I'm trying to watch some football, trying to get some yard work done, trying to get some leaves done. Oh my God. It's just like, has your Sundays been crazy like mine? Or am I out here on this Island going, going, what the, what the hell is going on around me? I mean, my kids are only are so young. There's not even sports yet for them or activities. And it's still crazy as all hell. For us, Sunday is very much like the errand day. That's what we kind of, we kind of kick, you're right, you kind of kick all the errands to Sunday. Yeah. You know, Sunday, you know, we go grocery shopping. You know, if we have to go get something, it's always pushed to Sunday. Before, when we did at our old apartment, Sunday was laundry day. So we had to go to the laundromat with the laundry. That's there, yep. So you had that. So it's just a lot of, I I think because you have your Saturday and, you know, some Saturdays, you know, for me, I have to pick up a Saturday shift at work. I have a, they have a Saturday schedule that every once in a while I have to pick up a Saturday. But I feel like, you know, Saturday, you know, we get the boys uh, a lot of times on Saturday. So it's a lot more of like, we're going to go out and do things on sure. Saturday. We go out and do our adventures or, you know, that's when our, our day is. But then Sunday comes along. It's like, okay, well, we go, we got to get ready for the week. We have to start, you know, getting stuff ready to go. So, I don't know. It's always just been, that's always kind of how it's been for me. Um, yeah, it could have been like I this all. It. it could have been like this all when I was growing up. When we were growing up, I just didn't re- recognize it. But uh, you know, Sundays uh, growing up, I would go to church, probably then go to the grocery store, just be tagging along because I had to, and and then we get home because my dad was big into you know big big into football. So I know from one o'clock to about eight, nothing happened. Well, I'm sure my dad went out and did yard work when his team wasn't playing or whatever, but he he didn't watch every game. I'm sure he just watched the games that were kind of good, and that's kind of what I do right now. If like that, and that's what sucks about the Patriots being on at one all the time. It's like I'm more available at four, <laughs> you know. Like, give me a better game, and that's why I've been watching Tampa Bay. Like they're on at four all the time, and it's just like oh, I guess I'm watching this. And then at eight, you know, here we go, we, you know, and then we we back up to our podcast. We we try to do a, a, on Sunday nights, and uh, so I got that kind of looming in the background, trying to get the kids to sleep. Um, so it just seems like that day just seems say, just seems uh, jammed up from sun up to sundown, and it's it's just one of those days where I was like I, I used to love Sundays, <laughs> now it's just like well, it, was, it was funny. I, I said this to Jim the other night. It was like Saturday night, and I looked. We went to bed at like nine thirty, and we're like, "Whew, we're a party crew." We went to bed at like nine thirty. Like, oh, super Ooh. jealous! Super jealous! Love nine thirty bedtimes, <laughs> man. I fucking love them. 
uh, I mean, it helps now that you know Harrison's sleeping through the night. Oh, he's great! More knock on wood. Uh, he's been really good. Fingers <laughs> crossed that keeps up. Um, but fucked. like for, I mean, it just you know, I always look at Jen and it's like we'll watch a movie or we'll watch something on TV, and it's just like, or she's you know she's crocheting, I'm got my phone or I'm doing whatever, and we look at each other, it's like nine thirty. We're like, okay, well, time for bed, and it feels like your nights because it doesn't really help now that like the sun goes down at like yeah, o'clock. right. So it's like, you know, you, th- that initial time differential like stinks when it's like, I remember it was like 830, like out here in Albany, the sun doesn't go down to like nine o'clock. So we have like an extra half an hour of sun than what you guys have just because we're just a little bit farther from you. Sure. Guys. Um, it's just like, it's just ridiculous stuff like that. It's just like, ugh. it's just like, and it doesn't help that like, you know, now with like, you've been home since March. So it's like literally the days melt in, melt into each other. Yeah. Right and, it, and it ain't going to change. And I think it's going to get a lot worse. Jackie and I were just talking about how you better enjoy the next two weeks. Cause after, after, uh, yeah. supposedly after Halloween, it's like doomsday, man. It's just like, yeah, we're, 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 I mean, we're already kind of bracing for that in our heads. You know, I mean, Jen still goes to work, which is great. You know, the boys are going to school and, you know, they're the hybrid model, which is nice. And our, our sitter's still open. I've been home since March uh, working. Um, so it's more of the, everybody's going to be home. I, I, I like company. Like the cats can no longer be jerks to me, but like I like the company when, you know, my wife's working from home. Um, so, you know, it's just very interesting. And it's, it's more of, keeping those activities i mean it sucks anyway it's the winter like it's winter winter in the northeast yeah right it's not a fun time to begin with anyway so you're already got that cabin fever on top of but this this is the best time i think in new england right or the northeast i love the fall fall. i love the foliage the apples and i love all those events don't get me wrong it's just i feel like i feel like i do all these things and then sunday is just like Or it's even more, it's like, okay, like you start looking at the calendar, like, okay, that weekend's taken, that weekend's taken, yeah, that weekend's yeah. taken, that oh, yeah. weekend's taken, that week. Like, that's what it kind of turns into. And like, I remember we were trying to figure out to do something with me and Jen, and it was just like, okay, what well, we got going this weekend? Okay, okay, what about next weekend? Oh, you got, we got that. Oh, you're, you're working. Okay, you're going to the office. I'm like, okay, hey, uh, hey, Pete, um, what are you doing this weekend? You want to come? Oh, we can't. That's that's what that's the following. Oh, like yeah. it's just like you. It's like I always never never knew the concept of people having day planners, the old day planners. And I'm like now it's like on a calendar, like you're looking on your phone or you're looking on like sure. a wall calendar, figuring stuff out. It's crazy. No, I just so Jackie tells me where I need to be and I, I put pants on. That's I, don't know. That's, that's, yeah. <laughs> I just put pants on and go outside. No, but uh, with that, the one thing I did get accomplished though over the weekend and that's probably why my sunday was what it was was i did get to go golfing on on saturday which was a very awesome thing like because like i said i gotta get that in it was a beautiful day beautiful weather the leaves are changing and got to go golfing i was like yeah no we were we were supposed to do uh pumpkin stuff with pepe but pepe oh because we went golfing at the time because uh, we went golfing. <laughs> you shouldn't have told me that because you didn't tell me that. So <laughs> oh, oh, I'm sorry. Uh, no, he. Hey, I'll be honest. I went to go visit him. We went on a walk. He was getting the, uh, the uh, on the deck the railing split on him, uh, the bracket. So he had to like fix that. And because uh, I went over there with the kids, and he's like, "Hey, you know, I got to do all this work. Uh, maybe later." And I was, and so he was he was busy doing that all day. And then he's like, we didn't go out till like four o'clock. So I don't think that that would have been way past. Pete, I'm trying to defend you here. I'm pretty sure you were a busy man. I I saw with my own eyes. Anywho. (laughs) 
<laughs> but so so with that, I think that's a perfect way to end it. So with that, we want to definitely give a shout out to our wonderful sponsor, who is who? Deadly Grounds Coffee. That is right. Deadly Grounds Coffee. It is coffee to die for. You hear Father Evil at the opening of every one of our shows. Um telling you to go get some it is the spooky season it is the witching hours upon us so why not sit back and enjoy some deadly coffee uh from deadlygrounds.com they have all the good coffee uh they have witches brew curse of the uh, 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 curse of the blarney stone hell's official coffee hell michigan so definitely check them out at get yeah definitely they have mugs, they have stickers, I think they have some other swag. Get that stuff as well. Any order over fifty dollars or more includes free shipping. I know we're working on with them to get a new promo code. Yes, promos. Promo codes. So I'll definitely check that out. But uh Jay, where else can people find us uh on in the social media webs? All right. On Instagram, it's at it's go time podcast and our Gmail it's go time pod at gmail.com. And then also on Facebook, you can find us at, just put in the search bar, it's Go Time with Jay and James, as well as on Twitter, it's Go Time with JJ. Um, so definitely check this out on there as well. Um, but also, um, like Jay said, next week is our Halloween episode. It's our last one for Spookytober. Yeah. Uh, so we want to hear from you guys. We want to shoot, shoot us a message on one of our social medias. What, when you think of Halloween, you know, when you think about Halloween, what is a good memory you have of that? Is it going trick-or-treating with your parents? Did you have an awesome trick-or-treating route? Your favorite costume, favorite movie, favorite activity you did with your family? Uh, we want to hear from you guys, so definitely let us know. Reach out in the comments below. Um, but we definitely want to hear from you. So. Yeah, for sure. For sure. And, uh, do you, and we'll talk about what we're going to be for Halloween too, right? Are you all set? 100%, so definitely, yeah. I'm excited. You, you haven't, you haven't alluded to it at all. I'm, I'm, I've been asking for four weeks now, and you've just been like, "Hey, you gotta wait, you gotta wait." I'm gonna unveil it. Well, 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 I think what we're gonna end up doing is, I think we're gonna do a Halloween parade with Harrison. So I think we're gonna go visit Pepe and Mem, awesome Pepe and Grandma, to do trick or treating there, and then maybe we'll swing by and say hi with you, so you guys yes. can see his costume and do trick or treating with you, and you know, because he's two, <laughs> or not even two, he's one. And uh, you know, he doesn't get the concept, but it's going to be cute and adorable regardless. So. Oh, for sure. That's the plan for Halloween. So we don't get trick-or-treaters, so it's not like we're handing out candy here. Nice. Um, or not so nice. With that, guys, tune in next week uh, for our next show. But until stay healthy, and we'll see you guys then. All Later. right. Peace out.